0: Welcome, welcome, welcome everyone to Sister Wives with Mary Jane Kay. I am back and I'm so ready to get into this rewatch, right where we left off with Sister Wives season three, episode three, Four Houses, Four Relationships. If you wanna support this podcast, you can always like my videos on YouTube, comment, subscribe to my YouTube, or you can donate to Cash App or become a monthly supporter on Anchor for just a dollar a month to show your appreciation if you like. Any type of support is always appreciated. Let's get into this. The most interesting part of this episode was when Danelle mentioned the way Robin runs her relationship with Cody and how Robin plays the damsel in distress. The episode opens with Kotex and Crocodile Tears going to visit their midwife. Cody is very attentive to Robin. He's concerned about her pregnancy. But let's remember that with Christine, she had a miscarriage before Truly and she hemorrhaged. It was really scary for her. She fought for her life. Yet when she was pregnant with Truly, she had to work a part-time job while also caring for all of the kids full-time and doing the homeschooling and the cooking and the housework. And she told Fuckface that she was overwhelmed. She needed help. And Cody told her he could not help her. She wasn't holding up her end of the deal. And there was nothing he could do for her. So he didn't seem too concerned about Christine and her well-being during her high-risk pregnancy. But with Robin, at the first sign of worry, he is taking control. He is invested. He is attentive. He is engaged. He is involved. He is concerned. Robin have to work while pregnant to be a caregiver to all the kids and a tutor and a maid and a chef during her pregnancy while also working a part-time job at night with no help from Cody, or was her experience during her pregnancy different from what Christine got from Cody during her pregnancy because Robin is favorite wife. And for the favorite wife, Cody has different standards. He treats the favorite wife better than the rest. Anyways, Cody and Robin head to the midwife, and Robin has some concerns with her pregnancy because she has been spotting. And I have honestly never seen Cody more genuinely concerned and more present and more attentive throughout the whole show. Cody is concerned that there's a threat for miscarriage here. Remember when Christine, Cody and their kids went on a family trip to Vegas with just Cody, Christine and their kids and Robin made a dig at Christine saying, she heard that it's harder to have babies when you're older, knowing that Christine had a miscarriage before truly. Janelle and Mary mentioned Christine deserving this time and being happy for her to have this time with Cody and her kids. And Robin took a dig here. She herself now is having a health concern during her pregnancy. Imagine if Christine had made that type of comment about Robin and Robin had this health scare, how that would have been perceived and how Cody would have taken it. Thankfully, everything was okay, but I'm sure it was terrifying for Robin janelle has worked for a lot of years and she has worked full-time but since the move to vegas janelle can't find a job and we know from the book and from seasons of the show that janelle has a very strong work ethic and work ethic kind of gives her a sense of purpose and a sense of self-worth and she's very ambitious so for her working is something that's very important so with this move not only did her whole world change but something that she really values and appreciates and find purpose in is gone from her and she's looking for another job and she's having trouble finding one. Now, Robin did a sonogram and the midwife can't find the baby's heartbeat. Robin is 10 weeks along and Robin says, if you're gonna lose a baby, a lot of the time it's in the first trimester. So since the midwife couldn't hear a heartbeat, she couldn't find a heartbeat, the midwife decides she's gonna check with the ultrasound. All is well, thankfully, after the midwife checks on the ultrasound. And of course, Robin and Cody are happy and they're relieved. Robin and the wives have a budget and they're going to go pick out furniture together. Mary is measuring her room to see what would fit. Christine is surprised that Mary is measuring and she hadn't even considered it. It's very like Mary to be very wanting to control the situation, to be very organized, to want to measure, to make sure what she thinks fits the exact dimensions of the room and for christina to say yeah i looked at the room i know how big it is in my mind i'll just wing it we'll see how it goes it'll go fine it just really shows their personalities and it highlights how different their personalities are cody says they had to flee so fast from utah so when they made the decision to move lots of stuff got left behind so cody says the move has been a struggle but they got into four homes And they need furniture, so they all scrape together enough cash to have each wife redecorate a room. Mary is getting a couch and a TV stand. Christine is redoing her bedroom. Janelle is redoing her family room so that the kids can enjoy it. Her kids are really struggling in Vegas, she says. They aren't happy, and especially Hunter is not happy. They play scenes of Cody and Janelle trying to encourage Hunter to do football or engage in activities and make friends and really live life, and Hunter doesn't want to, and Cody asks Hunter, why? Why Hunter wants to just fold here? And I don't think Cody has a real grasp on the stress and depression or anxiety Hunter might be feeling from this move. Moving isn't easy and simple for a kid. It's not easy and simple for anyone. Their whole world is their social system and school and their friends and their order of things. And many kids have friends from kindergarten that they grow up with, that they come up with. So being the new kid and then also being on a TV show for polygamists and changing everything about your world and your social life and everything might be a lot for a kid. It's a lot for an adult to adapt to and it's a lot for a child to adapt to. I don't think it's that Hunter wants to fold. Cody just doesn't grasp the emotions that Hunter might be feeling, like the stress or the depression or the anxiety that Hunter might be feeling with this move. No one who feels depressed or defeated wants to fold. Cody doesn't get Hunter's emotions or he would be giving Hunter love and attention and support rather than criticizing his behavior, asking him why he wants to fold. Cody then asks Hunter, why he wants to give up on it. And Hunter tells his dad that he doesn't care. Janelle says that the kids don't feel like Vegas is their home. And Janelle hopes getting the furniture will be a step in the right direction for the kids, making them feel like they have a home. Robin needs a dresser and shelves. And we learn that Cody and Robin are using moving boxes as their nightstands. That was fine for Cody to do then make nightstands out of moving boxes, when Janelle had an apartment and the nightstand was too low for Cody's liking, too low for Cody's reading light, he was pissed off this season and he was using it almost as an excuse to complain about being marginalized and not wanting to spend time there. Imagine if Janelle had used moving boxes for a nightstand, how Cody would react. If Janelle had used moving boxes for a nightstand, would Cody just roll with it? Cody tells Robin that it's very newlywed how they are living. They're living out of bins on a floor. In confessional, he's saying this with all of his exes and Robin present. Christine is looking straight ahead. She's not looking at Cody. And she looks super annoyed like she is about to roll her eyes with the newlywed comment. And Robin says when her ex-sister wives went into her room and they were looking around, she sensed that some of them were uncomfortable being in her bedroom. Christine didn't have an issue with being in Robin's bedroom, but she says she is more open than some of the other wives. But Christine says in her bedroom, it's just her and Cody, no one else. She tells all of her ex-sister wives that she loves them all, but they don't belong in her room. Janelle says the bedroom, it's a personal space and Christine agrees with her. Janelle doesn't even like going into her mother's bedroom in this case with Janelle It's probably extra creepy to go into her mother's bedroom because Janelle's mom was married to cody's dad So cody's dad was her stepdad and also her father-in-law. Eek Janelle also reveals that she doesn't like going into her sister's bedroom Now the bedroom is a private place So I can understand them not wanting everyone and the world going into their bedroom Mary says, if Cody isn't in her room, her ex-sister wives are welcome to come in. It's her room, but they are always welcome to come in as long as Cody isn't there. So now all the wives and Cody are going furniture shopping. And Cody says, because of their budget, they had to limit themselves to used furniture stores to allow for each wife to redecorate, he calls it remake, a room. Imagine the Kotex of today having used furniture in his home. He would say that was beneath him. Can we imagine Cody ever considering used furniture now for the Goblin's Lair, for example? The wives found a consignment store and the salesman, Theo, understands interior design. He's an expert, according to Cody. Theo at the consignment shop is an interior design expert. And Cody says, Theo got it immediately. He understood what Cody wanted and what the wives wanted. Theo notes that one man shopping with four women is going to be fun. And Cody jokes to Theo. He asks, do you pity me? He says he and Christine shop the most alike. And I think what he means by that is that they have similar tastes by shop the most alike. He says the way they shop, their eyes just go to what's there in the shop. They look around, they browse with their eyes. They decide that's not it and they move on. Christine and Cody are looking at beds and Robin asks if they want her to leave so that Christine and Cody can lay on the mattress, they can test the mattress, they can lay in the bed together to see if they like it. What the fuck? Why would these women who all share the same dick, or they used to at least, they all share the same husband, but Robin needs to excuse herself so that they can lay in bed together in a public place on camera in the middle of a furniture store and Robin suggests that she can leave for a minute. For what? For what at this point? They're already all sharing the same deck. Robin walks away. She literally walks away and Cody and Christine flop onto the mattress to test it. They decided that they liked the bed and it was done. Christine made her decision. Cody asks if Janelle will even look at a bedroom set with him. And janelle says she doesn't think they have the budget for it of course janelle is the financially minded one she's practical she's the economist the accountant for the family she doesn't absolutely need it she's not gonna buy it and we have an example of this in the camping episode in season two the sleeping bag zipper didn't zip up all the way cody thinks they need to spend money to buy new sleeping bags and janelle says nope We're not doing that. We're just taking a blanket. If the family didn't have Janelle and her financial resourcefulness and her skills, I doubt they would have survived. Cody says he and Janelle have been more like two guys on the same page when it comes to decorating. Two guys, that's an odd way to put it. The way Cody says that is like they are buddies or friends, not a husband and wife. Cody says Christine decorated most of Janelle's house. And Cody hates to say it this way, but he relates to Janelle kind of like two guys when they go out and they start talking about business stuff. And Janelle says, since they have been in Vegas, she has had to reset her whole identity as far as who she is. She worked for many years and she has always worked full time. And since they moved to Vegas, she hasn't been able to find anything and it's taking a huge toll on her. Cody tells Janelle that they both are career oriented and they would call each other. They would talk about things like things that are going on in their careers. And now instead, they are exploring their relationship more. Janelle says that there has been an evolution and she thinks that that is where Vegas is a reset for them as a couple. Cody tells Janelle, uh, and it feels very artificial. He calls Janelle sweetheart and he tells her that this new type of relationship that they are trying to discover is actually very romantic as all the sister wives and Cody are sitting together on the confessional couch and they all blush and laugh like schoolgirls. And Janelle tells Cody that she feels very uncomfortable when Cody says that in front of her sister wives. Robin found a huge dresser that she likes and she also found a full bedroom set. Now got her living room stuff. Christine found a bedroom set and a dresser. There's a dresser for her. There's a dresser for Cody. There's a nightstand. Mary found a couch and she immediately fell in love with this couch. And Cody sees the couch. He just says, okay, he doesn't really seem to love the couch. Mary is like absolutely in love with it. And he seems very impressed and displeased with it. He tells Mary it's awesome. But Cody admits in confessional that the couch is very grandma i hate to agree with cody but that couch was a little bit grandma-ish but if mary loves it deep in her heart then she should have what she loves that she feels good about mary says she loves this couch but she admits it is very traditional theo has worked with several families and he says the browns are the most unique of them all says you don't see them as what the polygamous lifestyle would tend to lead you to believe and he says, being a man of color, he knows what being painted with a broad brush stroke can do to an individual or a belief. Theo wants to throw the Browns a curveball and he wants to show them something that he thinks they're going to like. He probably knew Cody would like this and it's probably more expensive than the other couch that Mary liked. He showed Cody something that was really what he liked. It was a more modern beige couch and you could tell Cody loves it. Cody says, ooh, so excitedly when he sees it, like when a woman gets a handbag, if she's into designer purses and he gets really excited about the furniture for a guy, for a guy who proclaims the self-proclaimed alpha male, most guys wouldn't give a fuck what his wife picks up, what his wife picks out. As long as it is in the budget, they don't even want to know. He said, Oh, the way a fat kid looks at a bakery display case. He was salivating for that couch. He seems a little too moved by this couch. Mary says, When she first saw this furniture, Theo showed them. She didn't love it, but Cody and Mary cuddle on the couch to test it out. And I'm sure she can tell Cody is in love with this couch. And Mary is sprawled out. She's laying on Cody and she is worried there isn't enough room that Cody will fall off of the couch. Even though I have to say this couch is a lot longer and a lot wider than the couch she chose. Cody says he is happy as a clam. He is comfortable on this couch. He wants this couch. So even if it didn't fit him, he would say he loves it because he likes it better than the other couch Mary picked. Christine is looking at Cody and Mary cuddling on that couch, testing it out. And she looks pissed watching them. Mary tries laying on the couch without Cody. And Cody says, when he walks in, the couch screams Mary. And it screams organized and fine lines and feng shui. Cody is very metro. He keeps proclaiming that he's an alpha male. But most alpha males, most males in general don't speak like that. They don't talk like that. They don't say, oh, it's fine lines and feng shui. They don't give a fuck. Feng Shui, by the way, fine lines. Feng Shui is about the whole room and the flow of a room, the vibe of the room with all the furniture in it. It's not just a couch. I get a couch might be clean or sleek or more modern. Not that her couch is the most modern couch, even the brown one that Cody picked. You can't just single out one couch and call it Feng Shui. Feng Shui is about the whole room not one couch, and it has to do also with the positioning of the furniture. Theo says that everybody thinks they want something different, but most people aren't comfortable with that much change inside of their home because it means that then they are stepping outside of their comfort zone and it's in their own home. Mary says that couch is definitely outside of her comfort zone. And I feel bad for Mary in this scene because she didn't actually say she wanted this couch. She didn't pick it. Everyone picked it for her. Basically, Cody picked it for her. Theo, the philosopher, points out that that's because that couch she loved reminds Mary of everything that she has grown up with, and Mary is at that point in life where she wants the home stuff, the warmth, the security, and all that. And that's what that couch that she loved represents to her. And this other couch that Theo suggested, the one Cody loves, probably with a higher price tag, says... Mary, you're a big girl now, do it your own way. That's Theo's two cents. That's his philosophizing on this. Theo clearly wants the camera time, and obviously he is great at schmoozing. He's a salesman, but no woman wants to be referred to as a big girl now. For picking the couch, he suggested they might like more. That probably has a higher price tag that he knew Cody would prefer. Mary doesn't know what to do. She says she wants all the couches. No, Mary doesn't want all the couches. Mary wants the initial grandma couch that she chose, that she loves. And Cody wants this other couch and she lets Cody make the decision for her without interfering with it. But when the couch comes, she is very unhappy with it. And she notes that she didn't pick this couch. Robin tells Mary that she is a complicated gal and Mary jokingly apologizes. And Robin says, Mary has got a very deep family history, and she has stuff from her great-great-grandmother. She has all of these things, and there's this history there, and these really great family ties, and Mary has a great identity in that. But then there's the wild Mary, and the modern Mary, and the hot and happening Mary. People who are happening, as Robin puts it, would never use the word happening to describe themselves ever at all. Robin is so awkward. Here she rolls her eyes and she moves her head in a sassy way, trying to be sassy. And she snaps her fingers when she refers to the wild Mary to try and be animated. And Mary then shows everyone her black toenails because she's really living on the wild side. Cody says, those toenails are the modern, hot, happening Mary. This is all so incredibly cringe. Everyone is waiting on Mary to decide in the store and Mary never decided that she wanted that couch that Theo suggested that Cody loves. She thinks the decision was all of her sister wives and Cody who told Theo this is what she wants and Cody just flat out tells Theo they want the couch that he liked and no one really seemed to ask Mary or make sure that she actually wanted this. Cody lays on his new couch, and he has his shoes on the pillows, and Robin scolds him like one would a toddler in the store in front of cameras and everyone. Now it's the day where the furniture gets delivered, and first the truck stops at Janelle's house. Cody says, living in Vegas has been a real struggle, and anytime you make a move, you're starting over, and now they're in four different homes, and Robin says she really wants them to get closer on one property and soon. Christine thought that their houses were close enough but she says Robin's house is too far sometimes and Robin is only 10 houses away from her. Cody says it's absolutely absurd that they are moving furniture into four different houses when they should be moving into one house and moving furniture into one house. Christine is happy. She loves her bedroom set. Mary lives the farthest from all the sister wives so the truck came to her house last And when they are bringing the new furniture in, Mary was still nervous about whether or not she was going to love this furniture. As they bring Cody's couch in, Mary says the couch that she did not pick is coming in. Mary didn't know if the couch was going to fit well in her room or if she was going to be able to make it look right. The couch is basically Cody's couch. Cody chose it and you can tell Mary isn't crazy about it at all. She is nervous about being able to make it look right in the room. If you have to do stuff to make it look right, you don't like it in the first place. Christine tells Mary that she has some work to do in here after they put all the furniture in the room, and Mary is very displeased. She looks very frustrated with the furniture. She looks tense. She has a scowl on her face, and her arms are crossed, and she says, it's not perfect. And Christine asks, you don't like this furniture? And Mary says, we will work on it. You can tell she's not happy. Next, we learn that Cody's wife and his ex-wives have been wanting to get him a ring, a ring from the four of them for a very long time. They have wanted to do this. So when they all bought their furniture for their rooms, there was enough money left over in the budget that they could get together and go ring shopping for Cody. So they go to this jewelry store in a strip mall looking for a man's clotta ring. Cody doesn't have a ring that represents all four marriages. And Mary says, Cody has given each of them a wedding ring and they have all also got their clodagh rings. And it's something very important in their family. It's a thing they've adopted, according to Mary, a tradition. And it means love, loyalty, and friendship. And Mary says, for Cody to have a clodagh ring, it ties all of them together symbolically. Each wife at first likes a different clodagh ring. And then Christine says, this one ring was the one. And Robin says, it jumped out. It had three diamonds in it. And Mary asks, why can't there be four diamonds? A fourth diamond, a fourth. So there's a diamond for each wife. And the lady there says they can add a fourth diamond. They could put a fourth diamond in the center of the heart. And there are three diamonds above the heart on the crown of the ring. And then the fourth diamond would go in the center of the heart and basically be the main focal point of the ring. Now, which wife do we think the center diamond, the main diamond prominently displayed in the center of the heart would represent? It feels awfully symbolic for Robin, the favorite wife, the soulmate, the diamond in the center of Cody's heart as Mary, Janelle, and Christine are cast aside above the heart in the rim of the crown. Mary asks the wives who the fourth diamond will be for, who the fourth diamond in the center of the heart will represent, And Robin rolls her eyes and she says, whoever he is with that night. Now, at this point, we know that Cody was barely sleeping with Mary and Christine. And we know by Vegas, he stopped doing equal time at each house. So Robin knows that the fourth diamond, the focal point, the center of the heart represents her. Janelle says they knew they wanted four diamonds because there are four of them, four wives. Christine wants to know how soon the ring will be done, and the answer is tonight at 5.15. Today is a special day, according to Christine. The wives want to show Cody all of the rooms they redecorated, and just for something special, they also want to take Cody to a nice restaurant to have dinner and to give him the ring. It's a group date. Christine shows Cody the bedroom, and he tells Christine, when they went shopping together and they found this bedroom set, they were step-in-step, perfect with each other. This is the first time that he and Christine, in all their years of marriage, have ever gotten furniture together. It's so them, Cody says. Janelle shows Cody her family room, her redone family room, and it's all western art and cowboy boot lamps and two olive green couches. Janelle doesn't think she has ever had a room that was this decorated. When Cody walked into Janelle's house and he saw the living room, he says it's a Western cowboy theme. He says it looked great. And Cody thinks Janelle loves him because he is a cowboy. Janelle has a flute. It looks like a Native American flute laid on a side table for decor. And of course, Cody tries to play it. Janelle talks about Robin next. And Robin looks so annoyed with Janelle for saying this. Janelle says when she first saw how Robin ran her relationship with Cody she was like oh my gosh and she thought Robin was playing the helpless damsel wanting Cody to do all of these things for her. Janelle felt like oh my god and here she sticks her finger down her throat to mimic puking. Luckily at this point Robin is laughing but she's not unbothered by this. Janelle says, when you treat Cody with that invitation to be a part of things, to be a part of these mundane things, she can see how that creates a tenderness. Janelle and Cody are squeezed onto a love seat. They're awkwardly cuddling and it looks so weird and out of place. Robin tells Janelle that the thing is between Janelle and Cody, Janelle has a very strong sense of identity. She knows who she is without Cody. And Robin says, she did too. In her past relationship, she knew who she was without her husband. She was very independent. And Robin says, it's not because of anything to do with Janelle and Cody's relationship. And it's not like there's anything wrong, but that's where Janelle likes to be. Janelle likes to be very independent. And Janelle admits, yeah, she is very independent. It's interesting that Robin feels she has to defend herself and clarify things. We all know Robin claimed that her past relationship, her past marriage was abusive and she divorced the guy. And she is saying in that relationship that she was in, she was independent. In that failed marriage, she was independent. She was like Janelle, knowing that it didn't work out. And she divorced this guy. Yet here she is saying, oh, there's nothing wrong with your relationship. There's nothing wrong with Janelle and Cody's relationship. But Janelle likes to be that way and Robin wants to do things differently. She involves Cody in everything, and of course we know that. She probably apprises Cody of every bowel movement she has. Here she is telling Janelle, she's assuring Janelle, there's nothing wrong with you guys, that's fine. It's fine to be independent. I was independent like you in my last failed marriage. I was independent, I got divorced, but being independent works, it works for you, it's fine. There's nothing wrong in your relationship. Cody was always fine, by the way, with Janelle's independence. He was fine with it. He encouraged his wives to be independent. And slowly he started to demand that everyone morph into Robin. Everyone needs to be obedient. Referring to failure to submit to him as a lack of loyalty and disrespect in his wives. Cody was always fine with his wives being independent until Robin. Robin, who was saying that she was independent, just like Janelle and her past marriages, Oh, it's fine. There's nothing wrong with Janelle and Cody's relationship. Janelle just likes to be that way. Janelle likes independence. There is nothing wrong in that relationship. Yet in this relationship, Robin is a stage five clinger being up Cody's ass, wanting Cody involved in every minute detail of her life and every mundane task. So obviously she feels her independence led to her failed marriage or she wouldn't have the relationship the way it is with Cody that's why she is doing this song and dance of oh there's nothing wrong with their relationship with Janelle Janelle likes being independent but I don't think she really feels that way I think Robin totally plays the damsel in distress to manipulate Cody and I think she did it from day one she allows Cody to feel like he calls the shots she depends on him she needs him to survive She obeys him. She makes him feel really she needs him to survive. She couldn't do it without him. She needs him to provide for her. She needs him to defend her from the others who reject her. He is her authority. And she always manipulated Cody from day one. I think Robin knew that she needed stability and financial security for her kids. And she knew Cody needed to feel like the big man. So she gave Cody that. She gave him that impression. And she perpetuated this notion that he is marginalized, by everyone else, by his other wives who don't obey him the way she does. When Cody wanted his wives to be independent before this, he was totally excited about their independence. He encouraged it. But now because of Robin, he changed his tune and he's fully expecting full obedience. He's expecting a patriarchy. So I wonder, how much did Robin influence that in Cody? How much did she enable that by playing the damsel in distress, who Cody could save and be a hero for? Mary shows Cody the living room, and it's so weird to see them holding hands and on good terms. Cody's response to the living room furniture he picked is, holy cow, that's awesome. That room, by the way, is not feng shui at all in any way, shape, or form. But Cody totally likes it. It's great. It's nice and open, he says. I think the room is cluttered. There's a piano, and then nothing there, and then... A couch and a coffee table and two chairs cramped into the rest of the room. That is not a feng shui room. But Cody thinks it's nice, it's open, it's great. And it makes it so it would be a very nice place to entertain guests. Mary says she's pleased with how it turned out. I don't buy that. Cody points out that Mary didn't like his special chairs and his Vegas look. And Mary tells Cody he was right on the space and he was right on the furniture and she likes the furniture, but she just needed to figure out how to make it hers. So I wonder if Mary picked the couch that she initially saw and fell in love with, if she would have needed to make it feel like it was hers or if it would just automatically feel like hers because she loved it and it jived with her. Notice Mary says she likes it. She doesn't love it. She loved that grandma couch. She was passionate about that grandma couch. She felt it in her heart. She loved it. This she likes. She just got it because Cody liked it. Cody asks Mary if she means he is right for once. And Mary tells Cody that he is right often. At Robin's house, she shows Cody the bedroom set and Cody likes it. She has seashells that she and Cody picked up on their honeymoon for decor. And she shows that to Cody. I also noticed on the wall she has the little blue butterfly she wore in her hair for her wedding in a frame on her wall in her bedroom. Robin and Cody both love their bedroom and they share a quick kiss while it looks like Robin has an active cold sore. I wonder what wife he is with that night because remember Cody says love should be multiplied not divided. I don't know if they want those cold sores multiplying though. Robin tells Cody she wants to just stay in her room all day now and Cody is all smiles. He is good with that. Maybe Robin has some new Victoria's Secret merchandise since she owed more than a couple thousand at that store. Cody says when he goes through this room with Robin and he looks at everything, everything about it, it reflects a peace and a calm that Robin brings because Robin is very sweet. She is sweet to the world. And sometimes she doesn't get Full acceptance for her sweetness and cody is gushing and he's making eyes at robin while all of his wives are there with them in their confessional room during this scene christine is looking straight down at her lap cody and robin are laughing together and cody apologizes to mary who is cramped in there between the two lovebirds like a sardine on the confessional couch and mary pushes cody and robin's heads together This cap in hand, Robin is so sweet. She's sweet to the world. And because she is so sweet and she's so good and she's so pure, people don't accept her. That's utter bullshit. You can smell the manure through the TV screen when Cody speaks like that. Because look at Robin's actions and look at her words and look at her behavior throughout the seasons. And she is not this pure angelic sweetness. She constantly disparages other kids in the family like Gaben Garrison. She called Isabel stupid. She called Christine a liar twice in her own home. She invalidated the fact that Christine is divorced. She invalidated what Christine recounts of her marriage experience to Cody and on and on and on. There are so many examples of this woman being the opposite of sweet and pure and angelic. This sweetness comment from Cody was all the way back in season three. And Janelle calls out this season that Cody has tunnel vision. He has a myopic view. He only sees Robin and her perspective and her point of view as this sweet, kind, perfect, innocent angel. And Janelle says, people have two sides. And during this tell-all, she said that people have dark and light in them. All people have a dark side and a light side. And she says, that's not quite how Cody perceives it though. The wives take Cody to eat now and they give him the ring. I noticed something way off topic, but I just have to say, Robin had this ugly ruffled frilly tank top on in beige, of course with a long sleeve shirt underneath for modesty. And then Mary had it the same exact shirt in red and in purple this episode. And an episode from this season Christine and Robin had very similar floral shirts on at the same event, so I don't know if it's all ugly lula crap stuff or if they all just shop at the same place, but I do have to say, Christine wore it better. Christine tells Cody that they have a reason they wanted to take him out and it wasn't just because of love. Mary tells Cody that they have all been thinking, since all the wives have a clotto ring and it's a tradition, they thought that Cody should have one too. And the clotter ring could act as his wedding ring. Cody says, oh, wow. And he says, in all truth, in reality, when his wives gave him the clotter ring, he was absolutely stunned by it. Cody admits that he's not easy to impress at all. All the wives tell Cody they know that. They know he isn't easy to impress at all. Of course they know that. They're married to him. They know what a diva he is. Cody says, it's gorgeous, it's so cool. And he says, getting the ring evoked emotion from him. That's a weird way to put it and weird wording. Your wives get you this ring that has a lot of meaning for them. And you don't say, I loved it, I really felt it in my heart, I love these women so much. No, the ring evoked emotion from him. It felt very cold, it felt very clinical. It evoked emotion from me. Thank you for your gift, it evoked emotion from me. How weird is that? It's a WTF on that. He could have made it personal and he could have been direct and he could have been emotional. He could have expressed his emotions. If he really felt them, I think he would. And instead, he said it in a very formal, cold distant way it's he said it evoked emotion from me hody thanks his wife and now ex-wives for the ring and they're all sitting on the confessional couch and he tells them it was totally awesome but there is no real tenderness in my opinion he seems very cold he seems almost clinical and very distant about it the words he uses it's awesome it evoked emotion from me not i love it i love you ladies this means so much to me i'm so grateful just thanks, it's cool, it's awesome, it evoked emotion from me, and I think he said an oh wow when he first got it. Cody says he is honestly blown away, and the wives and Cody group hug, and he says Janelle hates group hugs. It's so weird to go back in time and watch the earlier seasons, especially knowing how much of it is utter bullshit. And I noticed when Christine is happy and enthused to get furniture or any time in the show, she's using a sing-songy voice. And when she points out the cute fairy on the logo of the furniture truck, when she acts so happy and bubbly and excited, I wonder how much of that she had to do for cameras. And I can tell that Christine naturally is a very bubbly, positive, vibrant person, and it's very natural and intuitive for her. But I wonder how hard it was for her to always be positive and upbeat and enthusiastic for cameras and to put on this happy face when behind the scenes, when the cameras weren't rolling, she wasn't so happy. It's very draining to have to always put on a show. Even when Cody gets the ring, by the way, to me, it all feels very flat and very artificial. Anyways. That does it for this episode of Sister Wives. I'll be back next week for season three, episode four of Sister Wives, The Four Lives of Cody Brown. And at some point, I have a viewer request to get to where I will give my take on some of the key points of what Peyton said in an interview he did. I have yet to watch it, but I hear he said some very interesting things that might help us better analyze what we see on the show. So at some point, I'll get to that too. But next week, I'll be here for season three, episode four of Sister Wives. That does it for this episode. To my YouTube viewers, please like, subscribe, and let me know your thoughts in the comment section if you like. Thanks for listening. I'll see you soon. Bye.